0: One of the main things I hear from you, whether you're sliding in my DM on Instagram or whether you are working in a one-on-one coaching session with me, the one consistent thing that I hear is problems with Video consistency. You want to make amazing videos. You're trying to do what the other YouTubers are doing, and you are struggling to figure out how to do that with everything else that you have to do in your business to keep it popping.
1: Awesome. Welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I am your host, Cody Kelly. Look, I appreciate, I say this all the time, I appreciate all of my guests. I appreciate my fans. I appreciate the viewers. I appreciate everyone. But if you want to keep Seeing amazing content, you got to do two things, and these two entities need to sponsor me. You got to follow me on two of my favorite <laughs> platforms. The first one is Instagram at CVMK33, and the second one, when it comes up, is on YouTube <laughs> at CVSpaceK. And we're all podcasts are her, whatever your podcast preference. Doesn't matter if it's Google, Apple, Stitcher, however, wherever we're there. I have an amazing guest, an amazing episode today featuring trina she's gonna show us really what makes her this amazing confidence and visibility coach and i think this is essential because a lot of times for not just professionals for creatives for everybody really you need somebody to bring out the best you so i asked trina to be on the show she acquiesced and i appreciate trina so much so with that being said trina how you doing today
0: Acquiesce. I like that. I like your vocabulary. <laughs> I went to school, you know, I passed kindergarten, you know. So you know I love it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, so I am good. Thank you so much for having me. It's kind of funny. I was like interviewing people all day today. So now I'm on the other side of it. So yeah, let's do this.
1: <laughs> awesome. I look forward to it. Well, look, first of all, what the heck? I mean, like, I know what a visibility coach is, but for yeah. those who do not know, because they're like visibility coach. Because, you know, explain to the layman what what confidence and visibility, what does that mean to you and what should that mean for them?
0: Yeah, it's all about switching from invisible to visible right now, but it really is about You know, there are so many like heart centered and mission driven people in the world. And right now we have this great opportunity. We used to have gatekeepers, right? So if you wanted to be on the news, if you wanted to be in front of a big audience, you had to get producers and directors and all these different talent scouts and PR agents. And you had to get all of these people behind you to stamp an approval of yes before you could reach your target audience. And now we have these great platforms like a couple that you're on YouTube and anchor and all of these different things that we can use to have our message heard. And I really just am an advocate for people who are heart centered, but a little shy or maybe not even shy because, you know, extroverts, even people that are very charismatic in person can sometimes get a really kind of draw in when the camera comes on. Or they may be able to be on camera, but not know how to master it enough to really engage an audience. And so that's where I come in. So my background is in broadcasting. I did all the television stuff. I worked on big budgets and low budgets and no budgets. (laughs) I really just bring all of that to my clients so that I can help them to step up, stand out and shine like the stars they are.
1: I like it. I I think... um... It's absolutely needed. It's beyond essential. I think one of the struggles uh, is how to I how do I uh, move this skill set that I have and make it so I don't want to say popular. That's not the word, but make it so recognizable that it starts attracting the response I'm looking for. Right, like. I think a lot of professionals, and I don't think just business owners, right? Like I obviously, mm-hmm. if anybody knows me and from my LinkedIn background, I operate in a couple of different spaces. So, you know, there's, there's obviously this right here, what we're doing, and then obviously is what I do professionally uh, that kind of fuels and feeds this, and it's how do I merge the two worlds? How can I create something mm-hmm. that is literally autonomous? I won't say autonomous, but literally working on behalf of me, and therefore- I can kind of feed into that system. Uh, Trina, I guess the, the question I'm trying to get to is, I, I don't know if a lot of people have a good sense, and I think it first starts with how they want to be perceived, right? I think it's mm. identity, yes. right? Yes. How do you first start there? Because I feel, you know, I feel like that's step three and four, but I feel like the first step is identity. Walk us through, I'm a new client. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm coming to you. I'm saying, hey, look, I got a company called Bald Men. It's where all the bald (laughs) men in the world we hang out and we just talk, right? Like, how do I, how do I walk? How do I go from identity to actually attracting the customer?
0: Yeah, and this is really interesting, right? Because. I work with clients who are just starting out as well as some that might already be really well established with their brands, their identities and then those that are pivoting. Maybe they've been known for something. So in your case, maybe you've been known in the corporate world for something and now you're getting ready to start this bald men club. And and the first thing is to really identify exactly who you're speaking to. So it's really good if the avatar is very similar to you. So i.e you have a personal story and a personal connection. I always tell my clients that a brand needs to start at your, the intersection of your personal story and where you want to make impact. So a lot of people will just have a passion for something, but they lack a personal story that connects to it. So, for example, I'm a confidence and visibility coach, and part of the reason that I do that is because even though my degrees in broadcasting, I did broadcasting, TV, radio, basically, you name it, and (laughs) those things. But when it came to starting my own brand and being on platforms like YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn. Again, you name it. I say that a lot. So if I say it too much, like just stop me mid sing like (laughs) mid-octave.
1: Go for it.
0: But yes, but the most important thing is that My story is that even though I had all of these professional skill sets working on production sets of all different budgets, when it came to creating my own content, I felt like I was on this hamster wheel of always being overwhelmed, fatigued, not really knowing what exactly to talk about, not sure how to engage with my people, and just kind of being in overwhelm of like, yes, I can do video, I can show up, but like, Is there a strategy? Is there a formula? Because I'm like grasping for straws here. And it's hard to stay consistent with that. And one of the most important things when you are launching into something, so if you do want to connect with those bald men, you need to show up consistently for them. So once we've identified, okay, I want to talk, I want to work with bald millennial men who <laughs> are you know whatever, this right. socioeconomic status, this these psychographics, right. you know what are what are they feeling? Oh, I remember how I felt when I just had to let it go or you know what I mean? <laughs> those feelings, those right. feelings that happen. and so what you're going to do is you're gonna say, hey, I'm going to meet them where they are because even though maybe now I'm very well acclimated, I've got my grooming techniques, I've got all of my products and everything, i got to remember where I was when this first happened, when I was at the crossroads so that I can emotionally connect video, audio, whatever. That's the first thing is you've got to have an emotional connection with people no matter what medium you're using. So that is always the first step that I tell all of my clients. We've got to start at day one. We've got to start with exactly what your identity is, what's your why, and who are your people. And then we can talk about where they are right? Then that's where we can start to get strategic about where you're going to put your video content once we've identified that personal connection and that emotional connection that you're going to have with your audience. And so that's kind of the the founding stages. So would that kind of give you the feel for just like how that would start?
1: That makes sense. That makes sense. I would, you know, bald preachers like myself <laughs> and all preachers that struggle with hair loss. That makes a lot of sense. Um, where do where do people make their first mistake? Uh, I feel like Mm -hmm. you you hit upon it. You talk about building that story, that emotional connection piece. Um, Obviously, as I see more and more entities kind of pop up, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's no longer about the emotional connection, right? Like I can't tell you the Mm -hmm. value prop of a lot of these entities. I just know what they sell. And it's more like, the more uh, polished it can be, the more, you know, that's going to be the driver instead of the why. There's no why behind it, this anymore, right? Do you think mm-hmm. that's creating a, a, an adverse effect? Like, is is it is it developing a, it doesn't matter what it is, if if it's a brand, a, well, a company and a brand have to obviously yeah. be some credit, but do you think that going without the why is a dangerous misstep?
0: Yeah, it is. It is a huge misstep. And the reason I say it, it's because of multiple things, right? Because you've got to have some conviction. It's not easy, and your marketplace you know, we live in a world today where everyone can start something and I specifically work with content creators and coaches. So anyone can kind of start a podcast, you got a microphone, you know, you can log in, you got good Wi Fi, anyone can upload a video to YouTube. And so the, the playing field is a bit more saturated. I don't like to think in a scarcity mindset, but let's just be real. The the gate and the door is right there for everyone. It's very accessible is basically what we're saying. So having a strong why that drives you. Why do you want to do this thing? Why does it matter? Why do these people matter to you? Because a lot of times it, these things start out very ego, right? They start out very ego, right? <laughs> I want followers. I want to be rich. I want to be an influencer. I want to be ball and, you know, and, and we get, we get a lot of that superficiality fed to us through these platforms, these same platforms that can be used for a lot of good. Right. Um, But with all of that visual simulation, the only thing that's going to keep you in the game is having that emotional connection for yourself, but also with your people, because it's when someone sends you that message. And I'm sure you felt this before with your podcast of like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like this uplifted me. I was feeling this. This is exactly what I needed to hear. God was in alignment, the universe, everything. And like, I'm so glad that I heard this from you. I'm so glad. And when you have those tough days, when you're not getting the likes, you're not getting the views on YouTube, you're not getting the downloads, that is what you need to drive you, is your why. Because you can't hang on to these vanity metrics and expect them to be a fuel. Because what is that What is that saying of like, what isn't, oh gosh, don't you hate it when you have a phrase and it's like, <laughs> it's so good, but it's on the tip of my brain. But yeah. basically to paraphrase, it's something along the lines of, what is not good enough to feed you is never going to get you full. So basically these superficial, the vanity matrix, the likes, these things that this it's not enough because it's going to waver. But what won't waver is a very heart-centered, deep connection to the people that you want to serve and show up for. Whatever those reasons are. And so that's why the personal connection is so important for you as an entrepreneur. And then for you to then be able to communicate that using video. Because here's the cool thing about video, right? Just like we're doing right now. It's one thing for someone to kind of hear our voices, listen to the inflections and the tones and, and hear all of those different things. But it's even more when they can see all of these mannerisms and all of my nonverbal communication. This. This is what helps to build that no like and trust factor. So when we're talking about having super fans or raving fans or having people that are like crazy about your brand, crazy about whatever. And like if you pivot from doing ball to like doing politics, they are with you because they are with you. Right. You know what I mean? And so this is the way to build a personal brand, but it's also good for product businesses and so many other types of businesses. But specifically where I serve is with service-oriented types of businesses. And this is where you get to build that know, like, and trust factor. And you have, people think that you need, you know, people are so hung up on getting the blue check mark and having 10,000 or 12,000 or 50,000 and all of this. You can build a business on 1,000 hardcore ride-or-die fans that will buy whatever. You make a coffee mug, they are going to buy it. You know what I mean? You make a T-shirt with a quote that you always say on your podcast, they are about to buy it. So I think that one of the things is people get, again, vanity. We think about the numbers. We think about all of that. But what I try to get my clients to focus on is when you focus on your why. Why? The people that resonate with you are going to be drawn to you. And let's not worry about the numbers at first. Let's get you comfortable, showing up, being confident, and being consistent on camera first. So I know that was like a lot. <laughs> no,
1: that was good. That was good. I was taking down notes. I've been writing the whole time. I'm about to throw you a curveball, right? Oh, I'm ready. Uh, So you know, I <laughs> when it comes to the different uh, niches in life. So you have your professional side, you got your LinkedIn, you got the perfectly cropped photo. You, you actually see mine's down below. I think I have the same suit on and you, that. it's a different tie. That's brown. That's cool, but it is the same suit. <laughs> but you, you see kind of your IG live Facebook and you start seeing it and it starts painting this picture of humanity So when it comes to ministry, Mm. so this is going to be hard because, you know, I serve in a ministry and obviously you don't want to have an ego driven focus because that would be antithetical Mm. to the mission of of the gospel. But you can't also think that you can operate in the 21st century in 2021 and further without a brand, right? Without recognition, subscribers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a lot of churches out there that are now growing and kind of becoming YouTube. um, Mega, megaliths, right? Kind of, not conglomerates, but definitely whales in the space. Um, How how should they do that? Because that's an interesting, you know, talk track, right? Because for For them- ideally it shouldn't be, you know, revenue minded. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And super fans isn't necessarily the terminology, but it's the same, you know, the same premise, same, yeah. pre- you, know, uh, you know, human uh action. So how should they go about it? So for those pastors out there, because I know I'm connected to a lot of pastors, but those pastors out there listening.
0: How yeah. Should they go about it? I mean, a pastor to me at, A pastor and a heart-centered coach are kind of very parallel kind of mission-based people because you have to be connected to your spiritual why. Like, why are you spiritually doing this work? And if you are grounded in that purpose, that calling, so if you are grounded in that, then it is imperative that you make that message and you utilize the tools of 20, 2020, AI, whatever's coming on the forefront. Right? right. But it is it is imperative. It is also so beneficial. I mean, the year that we've just been through with how many churches were having to figure out how to use Zoom so that their their members could still be spiritually fed. So, I mean, here's the thing. If you are a minister, you have your flock, you have your people, you have your congregation, you have your members and you want to serve them. And whether it's about growing and expanding your message and your reach, or whether it is just about serving the people that are already members of your church again, you know, however you minister. But I mean, oh my God, like I actually have done work for the Potter's house because that's the whole point. It's like if you talk about whales in the space, T.D. Jakes is definitely one of them, undeniable. He is. <laughs> and, and he has used video to right. convey his message. I mean, Joel Olstein, Pastor Furtick, like there are so many big players in the space. And so right. it, it, all you want to do is reverse engineer. Like every... Every coach, every pastor, every minister is going to have their own voice, right? You're going to, you're preaching from the same book, but you've got your own life experiences to pull from. You have your own congregation. You know what your people need, right? So this is just an extension of the same medium that you're already using. You understand that? Like we're just talking about you getting in front of your computer with a laptop or maybe you've got a fancier setup and you've got a camera that's connected to your laptop, whatever you have going on. Or maybe maybe it's just your phone, you know, and the whole idea is this is just a vehicle for you to be accessible to your people. So when we talk about a why, I can't think of a better, stronger reason why to do something than to spiritually feed those people that need to hear the message that only you can give.
1: That makes sense. I like it. I like it. I like it. I've been listening. I've been sitting there like, I've been, you know, my ears open.
0: But what you're doing is a prime example of this, right? You're you're not only making this available audit audibly. But you're also making this, I don't even think that's a word, audibly. But anyway, (laughs) uh, it makes an app, but it's not a word. (laughs) But but I digress. But the big thing here that I'm driving home is that you're, you're a prime example. So if anyone is a minister and a peer in your space, they want to take some notes from what you're doing because you're making this accessible on two platforms. It's one thing that you're doing. This is however long this is going to be, 20, 30 minutes long. Right. And and that's it. But you're going to have it available on two types of platforms. When, here's the thing. When people think about, when you're thinking about audio, right? Apps like Clubhouse, Podcast, and these are making audio just shoot through the roof. Well, when people are listening to audio, a lot of times they're multitasking, right? So they might be working on an Excel spreadsheet at their job and listening to you. They might be on their way to work and listening to you. With a video, they're sitting down and they're doing just what you did a few minutes ago. They're taking notes. Mm. There, it's a different, it's a different ability. This is why, you know, your favorite singers do both. They make a video. They make a video, <laughs> make a video for, for their song. It's because the visual experience is more robust. More senses are involved. But when we have the audio experience, it's complementary because with audio, we're a bit more focused. Even though we're multitasking, we're absorbing the information. Like science actually shows that you're absorbing the information differently when it's audio only. But when it's video and it's visual, all the senses are involved. There's a way for you to deepen that connection. You can make eye contact. Because you have to think most people when they're watching video, they are only watching it by themselves on YouTube. They're watching YouTube by themselves. So you are talking to one human. So, again, that's another reason why a lot of people get nerves around the camera thing. They're like, oh, God, I'm talking to someone, and I don't know who's going to click on this, my mom or my ex-girlfriends, this person, that (laughs) person. And they start to sweat bullets. And it's like, well, one, if you're a public speaker, then, like, what's going on
1: here? You're right. You (laughs) might not be for you.
0: (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. But the
0: funny is public speakers do get, they do get nervous. Like some of the most powerful public speakers yeah. do kind of, you know, get a little nervous with the camera. But the thing that I coach my clients on is you are just talking to one person at a time when the camera's in front of you. It is one person that's viewing that screen. It is them picking up their phone in the middle of their lunch break saying, what's on YouTube? What? I need some inspiration. My boss is getting on my nerves. I'm ready to quit. You know, my spouse, my kids, somebody just sent me a text message. I'm stressed out. I just need some upliftment. I just need something. And so, this is what video can do for the heart centered people of the world. It just gives you a chance to connect with them. Even if you do something small, like a 10 minute tip, 10 minute tip Tuesday, and you read a scripture. And give them a quick little inspiration. It takes ten minutes of your time, but the consistency of that over time—you can only imagine how that impacts your people.
1: That makes sense. I got a question for you. Look, I've been listening, and I've been—I feel like you know—you've been pouring into me, so I have a question. I'm <laughs> open up a little bit. I'm be transparent on my own show. It's my show. <laughs> I can do that. I can be a little transparent. So I'm, you know. I love what I do, and I love what I'm about to do with this air is the video. <laughs> so um, um but I, you know, but what fuels me, I feel like it's all connected. I feel like there's just synergy between what I do professionally, this working out, ministry. I, you know, when it comes to monetization, right? Uh, monetizing uh-huh. your efforts. You know, I always thought about, you know, I don't know if I want to sell coffee mugs. You know, my wife gets on me. She's like, you know, you need to monetize this. You know, your monetization uh, and your efforts are just, you know, completely trash. And they are because I I um, I think it does start with confidence. I think there's levels of confidence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think you can be confident in this. Mm -hmm. you know and in another area you're not as confident and in another area you know you might be here 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 you know like you know it just kind of varies Uh, yeah it does it's a scale it's a circle so but when it comes to it sometimes you you don't want to create something that nobody wants right and Mm -hmm. so like for me like if i had to monetize my efforts I don't know why I can't say monetization for whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I've been saying it in my head. I'm like, why is it not coming out? But when it comes <laughs> to monetizing my efforts, you know, I always say like I would make, you know, workout gear. I love it. Anybody follows me on oh, Instagram, yeah. bro? that's what I do. You know, that's what my wife, you know, we were passionate about. Um, she's my ride or die. And it's like if I if I had to make anything or monetize anything, it would be that. Because I think when it comes to the fitness industry, like it's always the same Gray sweats or whatever, you know. Like, I want to take that but make it like I can wear this outside the gym. Like, it just works, you know. And like, women kind of have that, but men don't have that. We just either have a t-shirt or a tank top. You know, we don't really have it's a lot. It's of those, funny
0: right? because my husband says this all the time. He's like, I go out to the gym and he's like, look at this, and then he's like, look at this. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I want have on some old basketball sweats and a t-shirt. Yeah, that's all they make for us. So. <laughs> You know, but how do you how do you instill? Uh, and I and I guess maybe it'd be you know. Uh, and if you want to add on, how do you you know get to that uh, monetizing effort? When do you think you should go you know forward in it? But I think it first starts with confidence. How do you how do you instill uh, into your uh, client um, that you know they shouldn't worry about if it flies off the shelf? Because as a as somebody that creates, somebody that's passionate and you care, and you know as a professional, you know, you're going to look at the numbers. I think any business would look at the numbers, but yeah. you're also, you're also going to, you know, you can't be necessarily uh, subject to the numbers as well. So how do you, how do you take them and say, look, I know this area you're struggling at and I want to pour into, you. how do you go about doing that?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, for everyone it's different, right? So first of all, we have different reasons that we're afraid. Some of us are afraid of success. Some of us are afraid of rejection and some of us are just, You know, we we have this narrative about sales that it's it's bad. It's it's but it's like there is not a single business that doesn't have a sales department or sales team because this is this is the basis of business is some some level of profit. But a couple of things. One, I heard this really great Les Brown quote, um, and he said that the more people pay, the more they pay
1: attention. Wow, so I'm going to tweet it, I'm not not going to give you credit,
0: I'm going to be like, the more people pay. It hits you in your chest, man. And so so that's the first thing, is what you want to understand is, are you offering something of value? Are you, you know, and and go through the, especially if it's a product based business, if it's a product based business, it's a little bit different because it is a bit out of my scope. But the basics are, are you offering a quality product? And then it's like, well, with a product, the advantage that you have with a product over someone who has a service based business is usually you can at least have the basis of what does it cost you to make, right? And then you take your profit margin from there and you kind of like increase it. But really what what happens is people are afraid to say that they sell something or afraid to offer it. And really, it's more of a conversation. This is why the relationship that you have with whomever your demographic is, whoever your ideal clients and customers are, because you want to feel like you're almost telling a friend. Sales is just the exchange of enthusiasm says the great Zig Ziglar. That's all sales is, okay? It is just an exchange of enthusiasm. So it's like when you see a great film, right, and then you go to your friend and you're like, oh, my God, man, you got to see this movie, me and my wife, or a show, right? Because now we're all like at home and binge watching our favorite shows. And, and so what you do is you're like, oh, my God, the show is so good. When we stayed up all night, me and my wife couldn't go to sleep. It was like kept watching episode after episode. It was like this. I don't want to give it away, but it was so amazing. That is a sale.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And and people don't think we think of sales in terms of, you know, some like a realtor or we've all had a car sale in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so we have these kind of stereotypes about sales that we associate. And sometimes that blocks us from making a sale. But once you have that consistency and that connection with your people, then it is really just you sharing. Like, hey, I've got this amazing new workout gear. I know there's not a lot out there for us fellas, so this is why I created it. You could even walk them through the process of you creating the line. Tell them the story about, hey, here's why I created it. I feel like women get to look fly. They've got fabletics. They've got this. They've got that. And what do we have? And so I created this because I wanted this, and it's breathable, and it's stretchy, and it's this, and it's that, and it's multitask. You can wear it to work, and then wear it to the gym, or whatever those things are, but that's a sell. But all you're doing is just sharing your passion for your product.
1: Gotcha. I like it. I like it. Look, for all those out there, you need to connect with Trina because obviously there is a missing piece to business and it first starts with you. I think a lot of times um, businesses only look at the analytics and forget the human connection to it. Even creatives, they look at the Mm -hmm. blue check, right? If that's the goal uh, to get, you know, verified and and all that and, and sponsorship opportunities, but not understanding that it first starts with your story and understanding your why. Trini, you've been amazing. This has been an amazing episode Trina, where can they connect me? Where can they support you?
0: Yeah, so I am on Instagram, Trina J Official. That's like my favorite platform. But you can also visit my website, which is prettymotivated.com spelled just like it sounds. I don't know if you'll have show notes available, but yes, prettymotivated.com. They can find out all the different ways to connect with me.
1: Y'all connect with Trina on her website at Trina J Official <laughs> on Instagram. So I always say this, support get supported. And the cool thing about it is that when you subscribe and you follow somebody, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything, but unless the, yeah. person, right. <laughs> the person know, hey, I dig what you're doing. It's amazing. I support you. And if you want to keep seeing amazing content, you know what you got to do. You got to subscribe to the YouTube page below YouTube at CV space K. I want to thank my guests again. And I want to thank all you out there until next time, guys. Thanks. Hey, what's up, everybody? You like what you saw? You're entertained. we informed. You want to keep seeing amazing content? Subscribe at the link below. YouTube, CV space K. You connect where all podcasts are streaming. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. Connect with me. I want to connect with you. Let's enjoy the ride.